Hey friends, welcome back to the show. Today we're continuing our conversation with Dr. Melinda Vandevoort, host of the podcast Choose Your Next Yes, and we're continuing a conversation around hearing God's voice, uh, knowing when it's God's voice, and just being willing to surrender our lives and our will to Him. Welcome to the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever, but never really feel good enough, no matter how much outward success you achieve? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, Christian life coach, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement, but no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you self-care routines and practical leadership strategies to help you navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to stop people-pleasing, and start living and leading God's way, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers, sister friends. It's time to get after it. When God moves, when you finally submit to him and you finally let him take control of everything, he will lead you more swiftly than you can ever imagine. Like mm -hmm. he can move mountains for you. If you will just get out of your way and get out of his way and let him do the thing that he wants to do. So talk me through, what does that look like for you? Cause I, as you're talking, I'm like, Oh, it's so me because I'll think like, Oh, I'll, I'll feel like God's leading and like God's tugging. Like it's this kind of, like you said, this almost perseveration on something that you just can't get. And then, so I'll think, you know, okay, God's leading me here. And then I'll like, oh, well, was that really a sign? Or was that me just wanting it to be a sign? Or yes. like, so, and I, it's like, I have a head knowledge and I know that I've experienced that sort of full surrender, but I, I, I get in my own, you know, you have this cyclical pattern of getting in your way again. And you know what I mean? Like, so what is that? I don't know if you can put it into words, but what does that full surrender and submission look like for you? What are the how does that happen? Is it, you know, for me, sometimes it's like, I just get so physically, emotionally, mentally exhausted that I just like, I'm too tired to get in my own way from a head standpoint. So then I relent, but I, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, I do. And we do, we look for signs from God and a lot of times we will say, so my way of knowing if, if something is coming from God is he gives it to me three times in three different ways, oh. or I'll get it three to three times in a real short period of time. Mm -hmm. And maybe the first time I'll hear it, but it doesn't resonate with me. Mm -hmm. And then I'll hear it again. I'm like, I just heard that the other day. And then I'll hear it a third time. And for me, that's his validation. And oh, so okay. one thing that he has really validated for me here lately is the word motion or movement and getting like having some kind of movement mm -hmm. and sometimes though, 
we try to attach something to something that it's not. So we'll hear a song and we'll be like, oh my goodness, God's talking to me. No, right. it was just the oh, song, just on the radio. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> just a song that they played. The DJ wanted to hear it. So that's what they played. Um, so that's why I look for a pattern of what he's telling me. Mm-hmm. And usually that's the, the threes. And I didn't, I was interviewing someone the other day on my podcast and she also three times is her number. And so to me, he was validating that. Yeah. yeah, He was validating to me that when he tells me three times that that is what he's really telling me just through her saying the same thing. So he validates all the time. We just have to know. And the way we know is we become more intimate with him and Mm -hmm. we learn his patterns and we learn to see what he's telling us. And you do that through prayer. You do that through really getting into his word and understanding him on an intimate level and having that intimate relationship with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Now I'm like, Oh, maybe three is my number. Cause I always got teased when I was a kid because you know how your mom, like I'm a twin. And so if I did not know that, wow. So if we were like, we had like say she had two different chores or two different somethings, you know, to determine who gets what she'd have us pick a number between zero and 10. And it was so dumb because she knew it. And my sister eventually got to know it. Like I always picked the number three (laughs) as my number. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, well, (laughs) I don't know if that was very strategic, but it's like, I always felt drawn to pick the number three. Well, then your mom pretty much knew what what, what number what to, you were going to get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so was that a pattern, like you said, where as you, as it happened more and more, you recognize the pattern versus like asking God, like, okay, God, if this is really you give it to me three times, you know what I'm saying? Was oh it- yeah. No, no. It was not me asking for it three times. It mm-hmm. was him revealing to me that on that third time, because that's about how many times it takes me to recognize that is what he's saying. So like, I'll hear it the first time. And then I, it's just something I hear the first time, but then he'll either give it to me really quickly again, Mm. or he'll give it to me in a way that I absolutely can connect it to the first time. And so I'm like, okay, so that I just heard that the other day, that's kind of odd that I'm hearing this two times in a row. Mm -hmm. And then when I hear it that third time, I'm like, yep, that's God validating. Yes. This is what I want you to hear. This is the word. This is the message. This is whatever it is. He's telling me Mm -hmm. on that third time. It just really sinks in that that is what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. God, I'm just like kind of envious. You know, I know envy isn't a godly thing, but I'm like, oh, I want to recognize my pattern. Is it threes? (laughs) So, but that's the thing. It took me a a while to recognize that myself. And so like, this is the, there was like five years ago, six years ago, I was so in tune with God. I didn't, I didn't need three times. I knew what he was saying. And then through my own stupidity, through my own (laughs) being human, um, my relationship with God kind of got strained for a little bit. And I lost that intimacy with him in a way that I wasn't 
for a little while, I wasn't able to hear him at all. Yeah. Um, I think he gave me that time to say, you need me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to back off and let you struggle for a little bit because you seem to want to do things your own way. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you that time to do things your own way. Tell me, let's check back in in a few years and see how you feel. And when he, (laughs) when I finally got to the point is, okay, God, I can't do this without you. Um, And it's not that I quit believing in God or anything like that. I still would pray and I would ask him, but I just wasn't hearing him as clearly. Mm -hmm. And now I'm getting back to that where I know. So that knowing, so the number three has came about recently within the last like year, year and a half of knowing that's what he's telling me because of the, the number three. And he revealed that to me. That's not something that I was even looking for or anything like that, but that's when you get intimate with God and you learn his patterns and the pattern may be different for you. It may not be the number three, right? It may be something different. Mm -hmm. And so you have to have that intimate relationship with God to know what that pattern is Mm -hmm. in your life. Well, and even sometimes too, like I, I can so relate because I feel like you, I've, I think since I practically came out of the womb, I've struggled with anxiety. And so there's this, I think a fear-based response to want to predict and control, you know, to, for self-protection or whatever, or even for my kids. Or and FOMO, fear of missing out. Fear of missing out. Exactly. Yeah. And so like, there's this like desire to have the peace that comes with surrender and complete dependence. Like, that's always there, but it's like, it's, it's really an intentional, it's a struggle to overcome that anxiety that leads to a need to control and predict and all of that. But, and then what happens is, and, and what really what led to, in part led to this, you know, my journey getting into podcasting, which would have never been something that would have been a Tanya thing, because it's like, I have a fear of public speaking and, you know, very, I'm introverted, but it came from a place of, like you said, struggle and just complete, I think, emotional exhaustion having come through COVID and leading through COVID and all that that we've experienced through that. Um, and just like being so desperate to have relief and depend on something greater than me. And then through that search of like, okay, I had gotten back into too much relying on the approval of man and, you know, validation through achievement or, you know, kind of people pleasing, if you will, um, that, and then when that just things happen where it sure wasn't easy to find value in that anymore. Right. It led me back to, again, searching more intimacy with God and sort of who am I? Like that identity crisis, again, mm-hmm. sort of, of mm-hmm. gosh, I can't, I, I'm struggling. And so then through that relationship building again and that seeking intimacy and seeking direction and seeking dependence, I feel like as he grows that heart knowledge of who I am in him and as that relationship and intimacy grows again, it becomes harder and harder to resist. In me, it's, so far, it's that sort of like just 
perseverative sort of themes or whatever that come into my head or just this gut pull, like this gut pull that's like, ugh, it becomes increasingly difficult to ignore it or to mm-hmm. be something different than who I am in him. You know what I mean? Like I right. can no longer, which I feel like I've, I've always been someone that needs to be authentic to who I am and show integrity and align with my faith and my values. But sometimes my own insecurities have made me not bold in that. Right. And I feel like the, the more I grow and get secure in who I am and in, in my identity in Christ, the more difficult is it is to not align with that authentic who I am in Christ. And it and it's grown a boldness in kind of using my voice in that way. Um, so sorry, that was a long-winded thing. But I, I think what it goes back to is just what happens when you seek that intimacy through prayer and through his word and through understanding his character, mm-hmm. it becomes more and more c- uncomfortable to live the world's way. Yes. <clears throat> if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you talked about confidence. Um, so I have always been a super confident person and yeah until there were a few years where like my confidence had taken a hit Mm -hmm. and I just, not only was I seeking to know where he was wanting me to go. I was like, my confidence was waning big time. And it wasn't because I was seeking approval or anything like that, because I, I can like sometimes, you know, I I guess as humans, we all want some kind of validation from other humans. And, um, even in education and that kind of thing. And, but I guess even getting older and being, you know, almost 50 years old, like I, I'm not so much seeking approval of anyone now. I just need his approval to tell me where I'm going. And I think my lack of confidence was because it took so long to get up here. I had applied at so many jobs, things were not happening. And I had actually had some interviews at other schools, like not even in the St. Louis area, but close and even in like the Springfield area. And I had done some interviews and I just wasn't getting the jobs. Like I would go two or three times and interview Mm -hmm. for one position and then they would give it to someone else. And I'm like, man, your confidence takes a big hit. Yeah. I'm like, I know I interviewed well. And I would ask, I would say, Tell me what, what could I have done better? And they were like, oh, your interview was great. We just went with somebody in house. Well, okay. Okay. So my confidence really took a hit. Mm -hmm. And then it's just now getting back to where I feel more confident again, but that's because I am again, surrendering to him. Mm -hmm. I'm letting him lead me instead of me trying to force it. So when you're lacking that confidence, sometimes you're trying to force what you want to happen Mm -hmm. and it's not happening. And so your confidence, like it, it takes a a dramatic downturn. Yeah. And it's simply because you're not giving God the reins and letting him take control of everything and you're not in complete submission to him. Mm-hmm. So, so I, along those lines, I have another question. So let's say, you know, cause I know that there are those among us uh, and among the listeners that maybe are already in, they're already in a leadership position 
And they once felt called to be there, but they're mm -hmm. struggling with that assurance or confidence because it's it's not for the faint of heart to lead people. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> it's it's a challenging thing. And I believe it for it to be sustainable, it has to be a calling. But if that, you know, my my Stella, who I call my listener, if she's listening and she's a leader now and she's just not sure if if she is still meant to be leading and wondering if her next yes is something different than leadership. Do you encounter those? Like, what do you say to that woman who, who either wants to determine whether she's, if God's just, if she is where she is and God's just preparing her for the next thing, or she's in a period of struggle to grow where she is versus if her next yes is indeed something else. I don't, does that make sense? Yes, it does. It does. So first of all, again, being having that intimate relationship with him mm -hmm. and knowing whether he's telling you to move out of that leadership role, because I actually thought he was telling me to move out of education completely. Yeah. But sometimes he gives you that opportunity to try on those new hats and see if they fit. But then also sometimes the enemy just comes in there and he plants that doubt Yeah. and it's not God, it's the enemy coming in and he's getting in your way and you'll look at it instead of looking at it as the enemy, you look at it as a sign from God. And it's not a sign from God at all because God's mm -hmm. going to take you where he wants you to go regardless. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter. He will in the end, he's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to do what he wants you to do. Yeah. Even if it takes you a while, even if it takes you 40 years of traveling in the desert to get there, right. you're to get there yeah. regardless. But the enemy swoops in and he takes over because it's easier. It's right. easier to doubt. It's easier to say, I don't think God wants me to do this now. I think I need to do this. It's easier than to trusting, to trust God not knowing where you're going. And yeah. so you try to, you try to formulate the way you want things to go instead of just following that straighter path that he wants you to go. And sometimes the path isn't straight necessarily. Right. And sometimes he gives you struggles. Yes. But those struggles are growth and right. it helps you learn what you need for that next step, mm -hmm. but you just have to continue to lean into him. Don't just quit just because you think that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Right. But I also, I thought God was telling me to go in one direction and I was ready just to quit. Right. I was ready to quit education because I thought he was telling me to leave education for a while. Maybe not forever. I wasn't sure. Yeah. So I was ready to walk away. But my heart tells me and my head tells me you love education. Mm -hmm. You love helping people be the best version of themselves, whether it's for instruction or finding their next yes, whatever it is, you love being a servant leader in the educational capacity. You worked really doggone hard for a doctorate <laughs> degree in education Right. And you paid a whole lot of money right, right. and now you're just going to walk away. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, again, it just goes back to having that relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just have to be patient 
which is so hard, especially for me, because I want things right now and I don't want to wait and I don't like the struggle. And so I want things to happen immediately. And so I try to force it, like I said, but he doesn't. So there's a, you can be patient, but he doesn't want you to be stagnant. Mm -hmm. So continue to grow yourself, continue to just listen to him. So there are a few things that you can do again, seek God in everything you do, have that intimate relationship with him. Let God lead you, lead you completely submit to him. He's going to give you that desire of your heart. It may take a little while for you to know that that's where he's leading you, but Mm -hmm. just give him that, that time, right. Patient, but be in motion in your career. I talked to you uh, earlier about motion was my word that he's given me. Mm -hmm. So be in motion in your career. If an opportunity falls in your lap, that's probably God, because especially if those opportunities don't normally happen, like the one happening that happened to me. So I, I couldn't ignore what he was telling me. And that way, I mean, you're, if you apply, if you apply and you don't get the job, if I apply and I don't get the job, then that wasn't what God wanted me to do, but I can't not apply because then if I don't get the job, then he's, he could be very irritated at me because I didn't listen to him. Right. So act on whatever it is that he's putting in front of you. Even if it doesn't come to fruition, you're still learning. You're still growing. You're still submitting to him and then get a mentor, get somebody who you can talk to get, you need a mentor, a mentor, not only one that is in the same field as you, Mm -hmm. but also one that is equally yoked with you. And so you want someone who is a Christian that you can talk to that will push your thinking as a leader, but also challenge you as a Christian Mm -hmm. to stay in your lane wait it out, enjoy the journey, Mm -hmm. continue to grow yourself, but wait patiently while he gives you those next steps. Yeah. I love that. And look for the opportunities for gratitude amidst it. Like I found that, that attitude of gratitude changes your experience, really that kind of mindset shift. Yeah. And there, you know, you hear that saying, if you know, you know, Mm -hmm. And that's exactly the way God works. So like when he gets you to the point where, you know, 100%, this is what he's telling you to do. Mm -hmm. You're going to know it. He's not going, it's not going to be like you said, he's not a God of confusion. He doesn't Mm -hmm. hide things. He reveals them when the, when you can take them, when Mm -hmm. you can accept them, when you can understand them, when you have the wisdom and the knowledge to do whatever it is he wants you to do. And he reveals things slowly sometimes because if he reveals it too fast, you may get overwhelmed. You may not, you may miss it. You may not think you can do it. And then you're going to back off and not go the direction that he wants you to go. And you're still wandering in that wilderness for 40 years. Yeah. He might be just equipping us for the calling yet to come because as they say, he doesn't call the equipped. He equips the call. Exactly. And if you, so that is another way that I see things like my clarity becomes more clear. I get more clarity because when you look back 
at mm-hmm. where you've come from and what you've learned along the way, you see how he's prepared you all of that, all of that time that you were struggling. He was pre- preparing you, prepping you for that next thing. He was giving you the tools mm-hmm. to do whatever he has called you to do next. Right. I love that. So what, what haven't I asked now that you wish I would have anything that we didn't, I don't know. I think you have covered all of it. Um, I just, I think that I love your podcast leadership, you know, is a passion of mine. Mm -hmm. Um, my other podcast empowered educator, I'm like actually re doing it. Um, it was professional development based before, but now that I am in like the midst of leadership, like God is telling me to change that podcast as well. Mm -hmm. And so you're ambitious Two podcasts um, and a full time. We will see. Um, (laughs) My empowered educator podcast is kind of sitting dormant. (laughs) um, It's still growing slightly, but um, we can, our interview that we had yesterday, um, it's perfect for that. So I'm going to double dip on our interview from yesterday and put it on both, both podcasts. So cool. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that. So tell us, Linda, where can our listeners find you and learn more about choosing their next yes? Yeah, absolutely. So you can email me anytime at Mel Vandevort, M-E-L-V-A-N-D-E-V-O-R-T at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as Mel at Mel Vandevort. I'm actually on LinkedIn as well. And you are, I hope you would come over and listen to me on choose your next yes. And I'm on all of the platforms. So whatever platform you want to listen, I will be there. Choose your next yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for this wonderful conversation and for joining us today. I'm just really, I know that our listeners will just gain lots of kernels of both biblical and professional wisdom. So I thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. And I think even just talking through things like this on, on your episode now, I, like he's even giving me more clarity. It's, it's funny how God works things out like that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, so, you know, my number is three, but this is two times already today that some of the same words have been coming out of my mouth. So we'll, we'll see what number three is. So Yay, I'm so excited. Again. I love it. I love it. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.